Hi there. Welcome to 5-Minute Psychology, where we talk about fun facts and findings in psychology in a quick and hopefully concise manner. Today I want to talk a little bit about choice. As I've said before, I work with Sheena Iyengar out of Columbia University, and her speciality is choice. Too much choice, or what I like to call choice overload. What is it? She performed a very famous study, often referred to as the Jam Study, where she took a store that had an enormous selection. People went to the store specifically to see how enormous their selection of products was. Um, they had a jam selection that was somewhere in the hundreds. So you'd step in and you would see just row after row on a shelf of, of jams. And how do you make a decision when you're faced with that? Well, people like the idea of, of a lot of options, but it turns out that when actually confronted with them, when they make a decision, they walk away less satisfied than they would have had the decision been smaller. What do I mean? I mean that when they took a small selection of those jams, say five, and they put them on a special table and highlighted them or curated them, as I like to say. When they curated the choice, people found that decision easier, they made decisions faster, they bought more products, and they were happier with their decision. What's going on here? This is super counterintuitive. Shouldn't more options make us happier? Isn't that kind of the American dream? Freedom, freedom to choose, and the more choice, the better? It's a little counterintuitive, but as it turns out, usually when you have more choice, you walk away feeling less satisfied. One of the reasons for that has to deal with it. You're considering more variables. In the jam case, you're suddenly going, oh, should I get one that has more sugar or less sugar? Should I get one in a red package or a small package? Should I get a bigger one or a larger one? Maybe I should get apple jam instead of strawberry jam. Or, or no, they have a mixture. Should I get the mixture? Maybe it should be organic. Look at all of those variables that your brain has to deal with. So you're trying to consider them all, and ultimately you walk away having made a choice. Say you actually pick one and you buy it. You walk away with the potential for regret. It probably wasn't optimal on every one of those variables. You probably still wanted one that had a little less sugar, or there was one that was a little bit more of a jam than a jelly, and you would have preferred that. You walk away with these variables, you walk away with regret in your head. So the question becomes, how do we overcome that? There are a couple different ways to do this. Um, there's recent research uh, that is not totally backed up, saying that you could think about making the decision from the perspective of someone else or for someone else, that sometimes that facilitates. Um, the bigger inclination in the field right now is that it's about thinking holistically and narrowing down the variables you're choosing. So what do I mean when I say thinking holistically? When I say thinking holistically, I mean taking the bigger picture, right? When you're picking a restaurant, instead of focusing in on what kind of food you need and what atmosphere you need and what the price range is and all of these other variables, maybe focus on what the big picture is, which is just that you need food. Get food. <laughs> Stop thinking. Just get food. So part of that's not hesitating. Another thing that you can do is sort of curate the choice, like I was saying earlier, which is to narrow down your decision-making process into a few variables and consider them one at a time. And when you prioritize those variables, it helps you from not sort of getting bogged down in all the other things. So what you say is, you know what, I want a restaurant that is quiet and, and the food doesn't make me sick. That's much easier to achieve. Not only is it easier to achieve, but when you achieve it, you get to feel that sense of accomplishment for having done something. You, you've fulfilled your goal and your requirement rather than walking away feeling like you didn't get the best choice on every aspect of this restaurant. 
So one of the things I'm going to consistently try and do in these podcasts and, and vlogs, I might not always do them, is try and tie this back somewhat to the research that I'm interested in, which usually involves art, art psychology, aesthetics, uh, shared reality, and occasionally choice, obviously. I think this is really fascinating if you think about it in terms of creativity. So there's a, somewhat of a myth, there's some contention in psychology right now about sort of putting restrictions on artists makes them more creative. And it turns out that's not really the case. It doesn't always show up like that. Nevertheless, there's this this notion that a lot of artists have, including myself, that like when you just sit down in front of a page, for instance, to write, what the heck do you write about? Right there, you're faced with choice overload. Too much choice. There are too many subjects. What am I going to choose? How do I isolate that? This is why I think some writers or, or artists always kind of fall back on certain sayings, like, uh, write what hurts, or write what you know, um, or, you know, uh, choose one subject and get really good at painting that, right? You're, you're giving yourself some restriction um, to try and be more creative. Now, the research says you might not actually be more creative, right? That's what the creativity research says. Creativity says restrictions don't necessarily make you more creative. It might be the other way around. But the choice research says those restrictions might make you happier with the product that you've come up with. So what's more important, creativity or happiness? All right, that was really fun. Thanks for following along. Um, if you're interested to hear more, you can follow me on SoundCloud or you, you can subscribe to this vlog on YouTube, 5 Minute Psychology is what you'd look for. Otherwise, you can contact me on my website to chat more if you have ideas, questions, suggestions, or something to teach me. I'm always ready to learn. Um, that is cbh2132.wixsite backslash website. I know it's long. I'll put a link below and hopefully change it in the future. <laughs>